Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. All great speakers know the effectiveness of pacing. If you speak too quickly, your audience will have a hard time following. If you speak too slowly or monotonously, you'll bore and lose your audience. And we all know the strength of the dramatic pause. It builds anticipation, draws people in, and it sets the audience up for the next climactic reveal. Life presents us with times that call for similar pacing. We can't always be firing at all cylinders 100% of the time. And conversely, we can't only lay around waiting for things to happen for us. The ability to ebb and flow and use the spaces of downtime to energize you to kick into high gear is the formula of how to effectively create amazing work as well as navigate through life. My guest today is Sean Evaristo. Sean is a dancer, choreographer, and the founder of Movement Lifestyle. And Sean is a veteran in the dance community from leading his own teams, Gen 2 and the company, as well as bridging gaps between the dance community and the commercial dance industry from dancing behind some of the biggest names in music, such as Amarion, Vanessa Hudgens, and Justin Bieber, to choreographing for some of the biggest international pop stars, such as BTS, Big Bang, Seven, and 2Anyone, just to name a few. And Sean is a friend of the pod. The first time that we had Sean on, he was actually one of the first guests of the podcast, which is now two years old. So um, it's been a while since we've caught up with Sean. If you missed that first episode, go back and listen to it. That's a great one. He talks about his origin stories of how he came up and um, ultimately to become the dancer and choreographer and creator and artist that he is today. And obviously with life as it is now in 2020, we go back and he talks about how uh, things have obviously changed a lot for himself as well as for movement lifestyle some of the challenges and hurdles they've had to overcome during this pandemic and we get into a lot of uh, that stuff from the crowdfunder that uh, ML had to do to um, keep their doors, doors open as well as what they're doing now and some of the struggles that they're facing now and uh, this talk actually is a very vulnerable talk Sean is a very close friend of mine, and I think uh, just being able to get into a space for us to uh, talk very openly about the challenges that we've both been facing during this time, how he's been challenged as a man, as an individual, as a business owner, and having to shift and find ways to pivot during these times. Um, We get into some real, real conversations, so I think anybody who For anyone that has been touched by ML, Movement Lifestyle, anyone that has ever set foot there, um, you know that that's a space that um, is, it's a hub. It's so much bigger than a dance studio. It's so much bigger than Sean or any one person. It's literally touched the entire world. So um, as he kind of goes into his thoughts and feelings and his heart for ML, um, I think it's a really, uh, he he really goes in there. So I think there's a lot there for y'all, but even as he expands into where he's at now as an individual, as we are still uh, very much in a lockdown period. And um, there aren't any clear answers as to timetables of how long things are gonna go for. So 
So um, he talks about where he's at in terms of his own personal mentality, how he's maintaining health during this time from physically to mentally, emotionally and spiritually. And um, even he gets again, he gets very honest and vulnerable of of uh, discouraging times and and allowing those discouraging times to be felt. Um, but also finding the strength and finding the the will to to turn things around and to get get things back into the places that they need to. And and I love how he breaks down his mentality towards going from uh, being able to be vulnerable and feel what you feel, but also to find those times to get up and actually start moving towards healthier paths. And and all of it, I think. Uh, put together is uh, a very healthy way to approach um, life in general. And I think uh, Sean is somebody who is so much bigger than um, obviously just the artist or dancer. He is a, I would say he's a philosopher. And I think the way that he breaks things down is um, very profound. And um, I think there's a lot um, in this one for those who follow Sean's work, who may be familiar with him as an artist. I think um, this uh, is a very good look into the mentality as he also talks about um, this, uh, his new program, Self Explore, that he just released, uh, which is basically an invitation to learn and explore with him as he explores his own artistry and his own movement. Um, and uh, creating a, a program for uh, people to be able to discover and find themselves and in the way that he puts it to build your own house. And so he gets into that program and, and uh, what you can expect there. Um, really great talk with Sean. Always love talking with my bro. And um, yeah, we get into a lot of real stuff here. We also have a lot of laughs in this episode, which is always, always classic with us. Uh, lightning round, always fun at the end as well. Um, really, really good talk. I think that's about it. Let's hop into it. Folks, welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. And folks, we got very special guest, friend of the pod, one of the first guests on the podcast ever. We have dancer, choreographer, and creator of Movement Lifestyle. We have Sean Evaristo back in the pod after... <laughs> Two years. We actually, you know, it's dope. I think this is officially two-year anniversary. We started August first of two thousand eighteen. Oh, we should check the date on like. Shoot, what date? I know for sure we released <laughs> our first episode August first, and you were like guest number four or something like that. So this might actually right. be like the two-year anniversary. What's up, Sean? Hi. What's up, man? How are you, How are you man? Uh, I'm doing good. I feel yeah. good. Uh, just focusing on the basic things and, uh, yeah, taking it all day by day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, from <laughs> How the are first, you? Uh, you know, I'm doing all right. Probably the same as you, but, um, yeah. you know, from the first time that we had you on the podcast, we, we were at the dojo still, we, when we still had the dojo, uh, <laughs> we unfortunately don't have the dojo anymore. It's in spirit. Now we, we had to shut down our building and, um, you know, all to say that life has uh, taken many turns since, since the last time we've spoken to you and, um, you know, like we're in 2020 now and obviously the world is very different and, um, oh, did I lose you? Are you I think there? so. I think, um, the AirPods kind of, oh, okay. I, I hear so, you. 
Okay, there it is. Um, but yeah, okay. man, uh, the first time we had you on, you know, you gave us your origin story. And so if anybody um, is curious to know that part of Sean's story, you can go back to that, uh, that first episode. It's episode four or five or something like that. But, um, you know, wanted to just check in with you. Just uh, you can walk us back as much as you want or you can kind of just let, let us know where you're at now. But you know, yeah, the things are, are difficult. Uh, we're facing some challenging times. You know, I know right. ML, ML has gone through a lot of stuff as well. And um, yeah, man, just wanted to just kind of open the, the, the doors with you to kind of, you know, check in to see how, um, how you've been, how you've been growing and, and what life right. has been. Well, uh, we're in a pandemic, man. It's crazy. And um I think those are my dogs in the back. <laughs> we love the dogs. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, how do I put this? Uh, March. Uh, let me take it back to to March. Um, we were in the Philippines, actually, my whole family, and um, I I was able to make it out um, of the Philippines. We were actually on a different island for our family vacation. And they were going to close the borders to the island. Um, luckily, we had, you know, we left two days before, they, before that happened. And then we got to uh, Manila. We stayed in Manila for a little bit. And um, our flight, uh, me and uh, Aichan's flight um, was already heading out. Um, me, my brother, and Aichan all were able to leave the Philippines, but my parents got stuck. Uh, so that was pretty crazy. They stayed, their flight was a little bit later. And because it was a few days later, um, they closed off borders right on that time. Dang. And so they ended up staying for, yeah, I don't know. I should, they just got back like uh, a month ago, pretty much. Whoa, so and, they were stuck there for a couple of months after just that little gap. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And so... Honestly, uh, you know, just focused on, on family things. Um, fast forward to now uh, that they're, they're here, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, making sure that the, the families are all together, that we have all the basic things that we need. And, um, you know, we, we go out, but really focusing on trying to stay safe. Um, and, you know, going out as far as, like, getting the things that we need for, food or um i'm i'm still doing a little bit of work here and there um working on myself always yeah and uh, yeah so that's like it in a in a, a nutshell of just uh from yeah. covid19 into yeah. what's been happening yeah. um, and i think that put a really big stress just in general you know your your parents are <laughs> uh stuck in somewhere else and you're you know, far away from them and can't really make sure that they're okay. You know, um, you can only FaceTime them. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that, um, want to do something similar to be honest. Um, yeah. but yeah, so, uh, that's, that's that. And you know, when I told you taking it day by day, like actually doing that, you know, waking up and just, what do I got to get done today? You yeah. know? Yeah. And, well, speaking of the day by day, I mean, you know, I think when we first got into this, uh, nobody knew um, the timetable of, of 
lockdown, quarantine, you know, when we, when we heard, first heard like, okay, there's a stay at home order, you know, we're like, is this a week long? Is this two weeks long? Is this a month? You know, and then we just kept on getting information. Oh, it got extended by another month, extended by another month. And so like, you know, taking it day by day is really the only option that we had because there was no, um, yeah, we weren't getting any information that, that there was a definitive end date to any of this. And so with that, you know, obviously that stirs up a lot of um, uncertainty, but um, on top of uncertainty, you know, especially somebody like yourself um, as a business owner, you know, um, to lead your, your business with ML to even your own personal business for yourself as Sean Evaristo to like, you know, ha having to, um, figure out in the moment day by day as things kind of, um, <laughs> unfolded. Um, yeah. you know, I know ML had a, um, yeah, you guys, um, put out, um, you guys did a global crowdfunding. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. To like help uh, the studio out. Me, Can you walk us through what that was and how that whole thing um, played out for you guys? Yeah. So, uh, just to, so back to March, um, you know, obviously, with the stress of my parents being there, we still had to make sure things were um, okay with ML. And, uh, you know, it was, how do I put this into context? It was really like, well, what are we going to do? <laughs> and really going to the, the drawing board on like, uh, here are the options. There, you can apply for this. You can um, try to sign for any kind of grant or um, yeah, there were like just different options out there and uh, not all of it was guaranteed, you know, uh, it was just a hit or miss and just give it a shot. And um, you know what, with that first round of PPP, we just uh, missed it, man. Just, it was, I, we totally got in, but they yeah. went right over us. Yeah. And, and so then, you know, all the bigger businesses got it. And then, so we're kind of stuck with, well, dang, what are we going to do? It takes a lot to run a, a dance studio, um, especially in Los Angeles where a lot of our student base isn't, um, you know, uh, reoccurring. It's a lot of students that come from different parts of the world, decide to live and work in the industry. And then those are the people that are taking classes. So uh, we don't really have a wide variety of um, uh, student uh, kids, kids that are um, constantly taking on a regular basis. It's more so uh, like young adults uh, to our age and some, some older, actually. So, yeah, and that's a lot of our demographic. So essentially, it just came down to we don't know if we can weather the storm, you know, and it was just a, just a Hail Mary pass, you know, it's like I talked to the team and, you know, of course I was already unsure because I don't, I don't, I don't want to ask our community. For, I didn't want to ask our community for, for that, you know, mm. um, everybody's in a tough situation already. So, but the team had said, you know what, let's, let's give it a shot. Let's try. And so uh, we had come up with a 24-hour 
move us on. And uh, we just asked a lot of our friends from different parts of the world. I still don't know how we pulled that off, uh, <laughs> but we did. And yeah. it was a tough fight just to stay up for that long. And, um, but it was well worth it uh, as the whole community. I mean, it felt like the whole community really, at least for me it did, because I was not expecting that to happen. And um, just so thankful in that time, just like really feeling like people care. And that was very emotional uh, overall. Mm -hmm. And so we were able to make, uh, go past our goal and that basically could keep us afloat for the next few months to come. And that was, um, I forgot when we did that, but that was uh, earlier in the year. And, you know, obviously that can keep us afloat, but it is now a um, few months past. So that's yeah. held us on as tight as we could. And we thought that we were, okay, now we're going to go back into business and, and try to revive this thing from what we got. But COVID-19 is still here. And um, in the middle of a, another shutdown, uh, about to take place in different ways. And uh, well, I mean, obviously, gyms still can't be open. Um, luckily, we have a parking lot, uh, which we just opened up. And our parking lot can hold, um, you know, you can do outside activities at the current moment. Mm -hmm. Um, so we are able to do that. We put like lines and, cool. uh, we're holding classes just starting this week. Dope. Uh, so that's like, that's like a light that we have, but in all honesty, it's still so uncertain, you know, yeah. um, <clears throat> because of the community, we are able to last, you know, so long. Um, but with the extension of closure, uh, now it's back up in the air kind of like we are back in the beginning instead of you know keeping afloat and you know of course there's people's lives that we have to make sure that are safe so we're taking every precaution that we can um and making sure that everybody that does go feels safe um and i don't know i i have no answers for what's going to happen next i really don't yeah and <clears throat> I'm un I'm unsure as much as I was at the beginning for ML as uh, you know with COVID nineteen happening uh, a couple of months ago and then back at the uh, feeling back at the same spot but now months down the line yeah so yeah like it just it's a sucky situation man and yeah. all we can do is just continue to ride it out and see the playing field, what options there are, you know, I think there are uh, a few um, minority owned dance studio businesses and uh, we happen to be one of them and we're proud to be one of them, um, but are in the midst of potential closure again. Mm -hmm. And so that has taken another toll um, on the heart, man. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and that's just that's just being honest, you know. Totally. Um, with, with the the complete uncertainty on when things can kick back up and when there's a vaccine, and I'm not trying to like bring it all down, but man, this is it's it's real. 
It is real. It is real. And um, yeah, man, I, I want to, you know, touch on so many of the things that you said. I mean, well, going back to the, the 24 hour movathon that you guys did um, you're right, man. I, I saw even from, you know, kind of like the outside looking in, I saw the community rallying together, um, showing their support from, you know, the, the teachers that you had, you know, donating their time, um, so all, all around the world, you know, and, um, even from the, the crowdfunding page and just seeing people putting their money towards, you know, because I mean, I mean, to me, what it, what it, what it said to me was, um, everybody took a, they, everybody had or has a piece of ML in there yeah. as a dancer in this community, whether you live out here in LA or whether you live in a different country, if you set foot or if you've, you know, seen the, the, the ML logo on, you know, I seen that logo on shirts and sweaters from kids all around the globe, man. And so that told me that your ML has reached the entire globe and the entire globe showed up to, um, essentially send some love back. And, um, that was really cool to witness, bro. And, um, for me to be able to just kind of share in that, um, and participate in it in, in, you know, in the small way that I could was like, yo, this is, this is why we do this thing, you know, not to get super like sentimental with it, but, you know, when we talk about this dance community, you know, we can go back to the roots of the whole thing of like how it really is a homegrown operation. And then, yeah. you know, we, we've grown it into become a sector of what we call this dance industry now, right? There's like, before you would separate community industry and there was no bridge, but like there's absolutely a bridge. It's because, it's because to be honest, it's guys like you that has um, put in the work to cross over and and not to cross over to leave one thing and to go to another it's to like bring this over to this side and and you know now the lines are so um blurred but i think beautifully blurred because it it provides the home aspect that we've always loved about this community and then it provides a livelihood it provides a way for people to be able to feed themselves put um, put food on the table and roofs over their heads and stuff and and I mean, uh, sorry to cut you off. I no, just wanted no. to touch back. I, I just, I really learned that from people that are mentors within the community, you know, and Sorrell and Arnell, you know, just, um, and what I mean by the community, the West Coast uh, collegiate kind of, mm -hmm. you know, dance crew and team circuit. And yeah, I really, you know, it's people like them that really, showed me what community is and building a bridge uh, between the things, you know, the things that they've taught or created um, and just how they are just showed proof of what it's about, you know, yeah. and truly, again, like I said, building that bridge uh, yeah. for people to communicate. So, I mean, that's, that's where I learned to do that. And that's where I gained inspiration to say, yeah, like, I, I want to do that for, 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 you know, our generation. I, I want to be a link in the long chain. Mm -hmm. And what is, what is my link that I'm going to help provide in this yeah. long chain? Yeah. And well, you know, even to that, I can say, you know, even as your friend and as your brother, you are, you are that. And, and that when I can sit and witness something, 
you know, that's a historic thing, you know, first of all, the pandemic itself is historic already. And then for so many, um, industries and small businesses to, um, feel the weight of this pandemic, um, to the point where, yeah, our businesses and our livelihoods are at stake, um, and at risk of being shut down. And, you know, to, to see, you know, ML, um, put its, put itself out there and to see everybody rushing, like literally rushing to be like, we're here, like, you know, like this is not shutting down. And, you know, I think there's, there's obviously something so beautiful to that. And, and I think, um, you know, as we even talk about now, you know, facing like another version of a lockdown and it can get, um, yeah, discouraging all over again. It's like, damn, man, I thought we were like out of the woods. And then here we are kind of feeling like we never left, you know? And, Right. Um, you know, I, um, I think I've only told like two people this, but sometimes, oh, well, I think of ML as a, as a person. Mm -hmm. So, um, some days it's been hard to go to the studio Mm -hmm. to like talk, talk to them, (laughs) you know, uh, because it feels like, life is so uncertain and I don't have any, any new news to tell ML, you know, everything is still up in the air and I have nothing certain to say, ML, I got you. Yeah. And so it, I hesitate sometimes to like be inside of the studio because it just feels like, I don't know, you know, because I want to come back knowing that I have an answer for you. You know, I want to come back with more progress or uh, a plan to, to fix or change, but this is all out of my control. So it's one of those things where it really feels like I don't know what to do. And I don't think it's right for me to talk to you until until the time is to tell you what, what's going to happen next. Mm. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Dude, I, I hear you, man. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't even, uh, want to begin to be like, Oh yeah, man, it's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, like that's right. not, that's what everybody said. I mean, well, let, let's be real in the long run, in the big picture, of course, everything's going to be okay. But, um, I, I know that we are looking at the immediate because you said ML is a person. ML isn't this uh, building. It's not this just a business. It's not just mm-hmm. an idea. It's something that you've, um, you've birthed to love, to shared, to um, people have attached themselves to it. So it's bigger than even what you've personally created it's this living organism and uh you know when yeah when something's living it requires immediate attention it requires immediate love and like you know you're not going to tell your child like sorry i can't feed you but i'm sure i will be able to someday (laughs) you know like no i need to figure out a way to to feed you right now (laughs) you know like you need to eat and and i i hear that so i'm i'm doing what I can to, yeah, to get yeah. what I can to bring something back. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so it's just one of those things, man. And though, though it's hard, you know, um, 
I've said this before, you know, gotta, gotta go down swinging, you know, I'm not, not going to go down without taking, taking a shot, you know? Absolutely. So, um, yeah. And I think, um, I get this from my dad. He's a very hopeful person and I don't know. I, I like, I like that, you know, to, to try to not lose hope. Absolutely. I think I, I really, um, of course, not being blind to all the things that are happening, but still trying not to lose hope. And that's kind of where I'm at. And in most cases, I might say, um, you know, <laughs> like, you know, just, just do it, you know. But I feel like things have gotten so tough that I feels like I'm trying, you know. I'm scraping to find that little bit of hope in there. And, yeah. I find it every day with the little things, you know? And yeah. Yeah. The little, the little things matter so much, you know, they're so big. And what I mean by that is, and I'm sure people have said it in this podcast many times, but you know, just having food to eat and mm -hmm. water and shelter and uh, people you love all the basic necessities. It's like in a time like this, um, we are very fortunate to have those things. And so I do not take that lightly. Yeah. And I focus on the, the small, big things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love how you phrase it. Small, big things are the things that we, we label as basic as like, Oh yeah, it's just food. It's just shelter. Like this is just all normal, basic stuff, but these are huge. Like without those, things you would die <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean so like they're basic in that those are our fundamental needs um and then if you have all of your fundamental needs covered it's like yo dude you're blessed beyond you know way more than a lot of people in this world so um that's a i think that's a really um healthy perspective um in regards to um things like health right you know so yeah it, it's a lot of weight to carry um a lot of uh you know, decisions that need to be made in the moment that can be stressful and weighing on you. And, um, you know, I think this is a very, you know, I don't want to take away from, you know, yeah, sure. There's people that are like you know, out of work and all that other stuff, but there's a, a whole other side of, of health from physical health to mental health, emotional health. And I know, I know you, you, you think very much about those things. Um, yeah. for yourself during a time like this? Because I know you're always kind of on your, your regimen in terms of staying healthy, like holistically all the way around. Um, has anything, mm -hmm. like, have you changed any rhythms during this time? Have you added, have you deleted? Like, what are your healthy that, rhythms now? Well, um, I think as soon as the pandemic hit and I got back home, it was survival mode. And um, I mean... <laughs> Anybody that knows me or follows my work knows I'm a sensitive guy. So uh, <laughs> hmm. I just let the sensitivity sort of kick in and took the time that I need. I didn't really react um, to do much of anything. Mm -hmm. And I really took the first month to just sit in my, um, my grief, my sorrow, my sadness, my uh, reflection, all of that. I took the first month and change to really just boom feel how you feel let that happen and i think i learned that through dance to be honest you know instead of like letting moments um 
pass, just sort of taking them as they come and absorbing that and then translating that later mm. when it's time, when I feel like it's time, right? And so, yeah, I like, you know, just didn't even focus on health. I really was focused on sitting on the couch and <laughs> focused on my next meal. <laughs> and obviously, you know, staying just like that for too long, I think, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was good for me. Uh, I needed some variety after doing that for a long time. So I was like, uh, I'll, I'll start now. So then I started the basics, you know, just I'll go for a run today. And then I'd let a couple of days pass and maybe I'm not feeling it. And then I'll, I'll try it again. And then I would try to do that and maybe I'll work out. So I would test the waters until sort of like getting your confidence back up, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And even in that time, as I was getting confidence back up to keep going, you know, you would just get kicked down again because 2020 has just been like <laughs> that. Stop. Yeah. Right. Um, and so then I'd go back into a slump and just, okay, let's accept this. Let's, let's learn. Let's, um, understand or also let's just lay in bed and feel how you feel mm -hmm. then i would go back again try it again get up work out take a run don't like it you know <laughs> it sounds like really like um sad but i think actually it was like testing my willpower you know mm -hmm. how are you willing to fight today? You know, and okay, maybe not today. And I have the the privilege to not fight today. Maybe I have right. the privilege to like lay in bed and be in my feelings. You know, yeah. So and I recognize that. And so for now, it's like, or as of now, it's really I've been able to use it use that momentum of willpower step-by-step. Step. And um, yeah, I've just truly felt this burst of energy that was like, okay, you've understood, uh, you've, you've talked to yourself, you've um, asked questions, and you've also just, yeah, took the time that you needed. Let's move. And that's what happened, was there was just this internal switch where I decided Mm -hmm. and that was a change is when I decided it was time. And yeah, I've been doing, uh, I mean, you do like what? Five miles a day. Oh, I do. I do like a 5k a day, six days a week. Yeah. That's amazing, man. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I mean, there it is, bro. Like you decide, you know, I'm, I'm doing this and uh -huh. I think that's exactly what it is, is I decided I'm going to do this. So as of my current schedule, uh, I'm doing um, morning wake-ups. So I'll wake up at 6, 6.30. Uh, I'll give myself leeway. And then, um, yeah, I'm working out by 6.30 or 7. And my, I'll go on a run and then, you know, not too long maybe like 20, 30 minutes and then jump into my workout, which I have these uh, 
weights at home and also learning different techniques from um miguel who's mm-hmm. uh yeah he's part of uh he's friends with like all the off med yeah offset uh, med guys offset med, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah and um also works with carl yeah um, who i believe works with you guys yeah yeah movement society yes sir yeah, so just yeah. le- learning what i can little things uh so shout out to to miguel for helping me out and yeah. learning I, I call him an earthbender uh i feel more <laughs> i feel more like a waterbender uh and as he's teaching me all these different things with the kettlebells i'm like yo we're earthbending right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, good so yeah man uh so now i'm doing it uh three times a week i do two days and my two days is uh workout in the morning at like 6 30 a.m and then session at five Dope. So my sessions have just been, um, <clears throat> do you know, uh, it, well, I don't know if you know, but in Japan, uh, in Shinjuku, there is a building that um, uh, like around, I don't know, when evening hits, all the business people get out of the building. And then, um, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of these dancers kind of come around the building and then they use the the floor area, which has like, you know, glass, it just reflects your, you know, you, you can use it as a mirror. Yeah. So there's tons of dancers and dance crews around the building. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, when I was 18, that was my first trip to overseas. And I was so inspired by that. And I would practice there when I was staying there and I still, it still exists, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, on one of my runs, I caught, um, this place down here where I live, uh, it was just an open kind of abandoned spot like that. So I started running and then I started sessioning there. And then now I'm just, uh, sessioning a lot. (laughs) Yeah. You're going in. Yeah, man. It just really feels good to get back to dance in a way that, um, just feels like practice, man. Yeah. It's really been my, uh, just, good for my mental health i love choreographing obviously i love freestyling and but you know i feel that uh, i needed to step back into just just going back into myself asking questions within my movement uh learning what's what and see where my body's at and so practice has been so fun Mm. practice has just been exactly that practice yeah. And I know uh, I have uh, built up skills over time, but there's always so many things to question and uh, change, learn, evolve, grow. And it's <laughs> it's been so fun, man. And I think I've been more on the freestyle tip lately and then just getting into different forms and styles for fun. Yeah. Um, but I know it all translates and I'll, eventually use it for choreography and then it'll go back into freestyle and then it'll go it's a full circle it always happens Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we'll see what happens you know i think um yeah i I wanted to just let you kind of just just take us (laughs) take us right now um what I see in you is even going back to uh when everything started and then it was just felt the weight of the world and then I don't feel like doing anything I feel like it's kind of being here in my feelings or like all right maybe I should go run 
all right, tomorrow, all right, I'm not really feeling it. But then, you know, so it's like what, what I'm seeing in you, and I, I've always known this about you, but even just as you're explaining right now, you're very intuitive. You're very aware of um, yourself. You're aware of how you receive things and like, um, and then you also know yourself so well that you know your process, you know, you know that like, Hey, it's okay. I'm going to just feel deep right now and even cry, sit on my couch, just eat some snacks, whatever it is. Like, you know, that you can let yourself do that because you also know that you're not going to do that forever. You need to let that time kind of just let it happen so that when you find your other spike of like, okay, it's time to get up. It's time to go work out, time to go run, dance, whatever it is. And then, um, it's like you let yourself be human. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like human beings cannot function a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. You know, we have to rest. (laughs) And, um, I think you know that very well about yourself and, and then like, you know, hearing you build your processes back in, um, because as you're talking to me now, like, okay, yeah, I'm like working out, doing these two a days to, you know, like, um, getting back into freestyle. And then I know that choreography will come, but like, I've always known that about you. I know that like, Oh yeah, that's how Sean gets down. But like you letting yourself be vulnerable and human and then sharing that is not easy. You know, people want to share, yo man, I'm, I'm grinding. I'm getting up every day at 5am and I do this. I'm like clockwork and I just don't stop. That's the stuff that people like to campaign for themselves. Right. They don't like to say, yo, I'm in my feelings right now. I'm discouraged. Um, yeah. Some days I don't feel like blah, blah, blah. Like majority of people can identify with that, you know? And, and I, and I, and I'm, I'm pointing it out because I find that to be inspiring because I know the other side of that coin. The other side of the coin is like when you decide, like you said, when you make the decision to get up, all right, this is just what I'm going to do. Like I'm going to do my two a days. I'm going to drink this much water. I'm going to run, whatever it is. You know, that's your decision that, you know, you can, once you flip that switch, you can get there. Um, so then it's, it's really good to see the like other, the yin to the yang or whatever you want to call it. Yes. There's the the other thing where you're like, you know what? I'm not always there. You know, there's a lot of times where I really am just kind of like, I'm not feeling it. And, and it's okay to mm-hmm. let yourself like take a day to rest or take a day to whatever, man, cry, whatever you need to do. And yeah, then, and then it, it almost fuels that other side to like kick into high gear when it's time to kick into high gear, because you've let yourself go, you know, just chill out mode to be like, all right, like I've chilled, like it's time to get up and, and do the things that I know are going to be healthy to get myself out of that you know, one extreme to another. And, and I've always seen you live in that ba- balanced kind of middle area. Ebb and, and flow, man. Ebb and flow, up. man. That is, that is life. And, and I think, you know, 2020 pandemic, COVID-19 is, is the, the biggest um, challenge to maintain that ebb and flow, you know, because we can be so extreme in like, um, you know, yeah, there's the one extreme of depression and, and, that that side of a low to the other extreme which i think is maybe equally as unhealthy is 
thinking that you need to like be nonstop, nonstop, like you need to be a killer. I mean, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because though that sounds all like praiseworthy and sexy and stuff, but like, yo, then you're going to burn yourself out. And there's also factors that you can't control. Like, just like you said, like, we don't know. Like, I, I wish I could tell you what, what, what we're going to do, but I don't know that we don't have answers. So like, we are going to do what we know we have, which is oftentimes like boils down to the basics. Like you said, like, you know, teaching, uh, conducting classes out of the parking lot. Cool. We have that. That's what we know. We'll do what we can. And, um, you know, the big, the bigger thing, which I know that you would agree with is even if all the businesses fly away and, you know, everything shuts down, no one can take away dance from you. No one can take away what you do for yourself, for your own mental health, to your own physical health and, and your family and your friends and what you invest into there. Like no one can take that away. COVID-19 can't touch that, you know? So I think what, you know, even the message that you're sharing to me right now is, course your you know ml is is a person to you dance is something that is deeply um you know spiritual to um it, it heals you in so many ways you know and um but like you are also very aware of like i only have control over so much um at a time too you know and then once we get more information cool now i have control over other factors now let me kind of work that stuff in um, I think it's a really healthy, balanced way to look at things. And I'm so glad you're willing to share this because I don't know how many people, um, you know, people who admire your work. I'm sure there's a, there's a ton of people that um, may or may not know, like, yo, this is how you operate. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this is <laughs> how you're currently doing. And, and, and I'm pretty sure not everybody out there is killing it right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone's just like, I'm trying to figure this out. So it's cool to hear you go there you know i mean first you know i really learned this through dance man you know the how to uh you know when it's time to jump in when it's time to pull back when it's time to be dynamic or to slow things down right mm -hmm. and dance taught me that truly like how to inside of creating choreography especially right like choosing or feeling when the timing is right sometimes I'm, i don't feel like choreographing so yeah. all right i'm gonna let this kick back and i'm listening to my my honest self you know and it's like okay i think i got something let me go back to that mm. and uh at least that's uh, that's where i i felt it from inside of uh in, in choreographing and curating or i mean even in my freestyle too i'll feel the same thing you know but really when I apply that to my life, it just, um, it helps me flow better, you know, and go with the current of what is happening in the world. Right. Cause then now I can, I I'm like similar to any kind of thing I might create. I am watching it from a distance and then feeling out when the time is to, do or to not mm -hmm. and yeah i i think um just kind of putting that into play as you you're yeah. saying yeah want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor meister watches they are truly masters of their craft from quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with meister is doing it 
They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJUSPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on the store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at Kinesthetic Brand. How do you feel um, in particular, like in this moment, um, how do you feel you're growing right now? In what areas are you growing in? Um, I'm growing in so many areas, man. <laughs> who yeah. Who isn't growing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are some like obvious things for you though? Or like maybe that you're like consciously trying to grow in? I think um, uh, in the same areas that you might be, I've, I got a gut feeling, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One is family and uh, self, right? Another is family um, and making sure that, you know, um, everything is all right, you know? Uh, outside of that, uh, I'm focusing on my dance, right? Uh, that brings me joy and um, it keeps me fulfilled. So I'm doing that. Other things I'm focusing on uh, to better outside of that uh, are things that, um, you know, uh, that I've never really dove into as, as, a, as gr- growing up in the States, you know? And one of them in particular is just learning about all the racial injustices that we're seeing right now. And um, of course, I've experienced uh, my own, but after all the protests, um, I really needed to dive in and do my own work. And um, yeah, there was just so much I've been blind to and so much I didn't recognize. And there's so much work for me to do now and kind of pull this um, veil, if you will. And just even studying my own culture too, you know, all the different things, it's really made me pull back and learn um, about myself um, and how I can help and what is also um, the best ways for me to help, you know, what works inside of my life in, in, in format of how I operate as a person, you know? And so it's really, for me, it's been integrating uh, the type of change that I want to see. Um, yeah. And yeah. so right now, um, yeah, I'm just educating myself and reading books um, that I've picked up. And um, I don't know if you can see here, but these are different uh, <laughs> uh, sticky notes of things I would like to learn or um, read up on. I've just started reading up on um, 
qualified immunity and how that is affecting, um, yeah, our community. <laughs> and, and um, yeah, I'm still learning about that right now. And um, I'm also learning, um, what else? Uh, I'm currently reading The Fire Next Time, which was uh, suggested to me by a cousin of mine. And yeah, step by step, I can only do, uh, I'm best doing one thing at a time and um, uh, pulling the things uh, that I've learned and as many people are doing, unlearning. So that's, that's one, that's part of what I'm doing. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I think also I am focusing on uh, what brings me joy and fulfillment, and that is uh, sharing my craft and mm -hmm. my dance. So um, segue into starting my program. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about that. What, what is this program that you're working on? Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I think I told you this last time. I feel like coming on the Kinjas podcast is like going to the Breakfast Club, or, or like, uh, <laughs> so. I'm dropping my new album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, that's what it feels like right now. So I yeah, wish I you take had. That like, a, I take that as a huge compliment, man. I'm like sway in the morning over here. <laughs> <laughs> that in the morning. <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> so this is Ben in the afternoon. Yeah. No, let's get it. Let's that's, get it. All right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, let me let me share uh, what I'm doing. Uh, Self Explore is a program that I'm doing within dance. It's something that I have wanted to do for a while. The, the concept itself has, uh, yeah, the name itself sort of been around for a little bit for me, but pulling that name and putting into this program was just a perfect fit for um, what I like to do within dance and also how I um, view life, uh, movement and life and also how um, within teaching, I just think it's important to explore uh, for, for, as a teacher, I think it is important for any student to explore yourself. And I am a constant work in progress, uh, learning about all the things um, that we have been learning within 2020. Um, I am still a work in progress now. And uh, it's actually really cool because some of the program itself I've been doing because I've been inspired by the students um, digging into themselves. It re-inspired me to even take my program. Mm. And so that's kind of what I've been doing is taking my own program. And um, I think it's more so like a format of different things you learn along the way, questions you answer. And um, the, the, I think the program itself sort of pulls um, strings that sort of unravel on uh, the spools that they're on. And yes, it's dance, uh, but I think it's just uh, life related in general. So I intermix and weave all of it uh, for a four week program. Mm. And um, I just kicked it off on Monday. Um, so uh, I've already done the program, the first variation of it, but uh, the, Second program is 
about to happen in September. Gotcha. And so, yeah, that's self-explore. It's about journeying within and um, uh, finding the keys that unlock the doors to yourself. And that's sort of like the theme and the feeling of it. Um, because I'm constantly doing that and I'm currently doing that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. So the program's called Self Explore. Yeah. That's dope, man. Um, where can people find it? Um, is it? Is there a website or? Yeah, I mean, the, the link tree is in my bio. Okay. Um, cool. On we'll Instagram. Link, we'll link and, all that in the, the notes and description. Yeah, thank you. Uh, there's also videos uh that are um going uh, that are on my instagram but in particular like it's not a program that's for everybody like i know that there's people that um have already done their own work and um have found their own path or maybe they're different programs or teachers to learn under uh, at the moment i think mine is a in particular a very small setting and for those that really feel that this might help and benefit their life. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think those that are in question of where they're at, this might really help um, navigate or yeah. guide um, people down those different hallways within the, themselves. That's super dope, man. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's cool because I think as I'm hearing you talk about putting a program like this together, it seems like it's a product of um you know your environment and what i mean by that meaning like everything that's been happening you know 2020 pandemic all these things and and then you get get into your own self-reflective mode of like man like i need to figure out how i'm um, dealing with all of this and then you start yeah. putting together this you know, program for yourself first. I mean, essentially, I'm sure it wasn't like, yo, I need to develop this program for people. You're like, what am, how am I processing through all these things? How am I dealing? What am I finding? Dang, I would love to share this. You know what I mean? And then here yep. comes this like, maybe I should package this thing and invite people into this experience. And like, you know, it's, um, you know, had this time not been what it is, maybe you wouldn't be in this space, right? And you wouldn't Absolutely, have that. absolutely. Because of COVID-19, it gave me the space to sit down and say, okay, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I'm going to use this time in a way that feels honest to me and there's something that has been brewing and that, that I've been wanting to work on. So let's try to take this time and use it, not to be productive for the sake of being productive, but... Mm -hmm because there's something deep inside of my spirit that wants to like um, make this program that that's wanting to focus my creative energy. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, it's, I'm so excited about it, man. I, I'm, I feel like I'm talking very um, quiet about it, but inside I'm like freaking hype, dude, yeah. because like, you know, n in no time in my career, uh, or my dance life, have I been able to teach uh, at this capacity? Everything that I have done thus far has been in small pockets. Mm. You know, travel here, give a little of self and, and get some back, you know. But in this case, no, this is everything out on the table, man. And I leave, I, I'm hoping I'm not leaving any, uh, so what is that? leave no stone, stone unturned. unturned yeah yeah, yeah. and 
um, everything across the board from directing a team to working with artists to um, helping, I mean, working on creative direction to, uh, you know, backup dancing for a major artist, mm -hmm. um, creating choreography, learning choreography, learning freestyle, and it's approach inside of yeah. uh, with improvisation. Uh, I, I really don't tell people what to do. I just give, um, yeah, different sort of scenarios or options to play with, and then we tinker around with it. So, dope, man. Um, and sorry, I'm going on about it, but man, I'm, I'm really excited. And I love it. I love <laughs> yeah. it. There's it seems a, like this is the anyone's ever wondered the mind of Sean Everisto. This is like <laughs> welcome in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't have gotten this without movement lifestyle. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. ML for me is the basis. It's the foundation that self explorers built on. Mm. You know, I, I came to the understanding of self explore because I understand that movement is life. Right. Still, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait, man. So it, you said it dropped this past Monday. Yeah. And uh, okay. there's only a few slots that um, are in as far as this first uh, official run goes. Mm -hmm. um, well, I have no clue how the world is going to take to it. Um, I also have no clue on, um, you know, where it's at in the world. But the whole goal is to sort of reach to the outside demographic of of people that follow my work um I obviously like here in la it's a little bit different um you know there's lots of different programs to reach and i've also never done anything online except for like zoom class which uh, actually it's through zoom um okay. and uh how i'm kind of using it but yeah <laughs> here i'll show you a little Thing. This is Heck yeah. Uh, this is my program outline. This is the syllabus. Dang, this is a full-on course. Yeah. It's a full-on course, and there's you know every everything, dude, just written out here. And um, yeah, it's it's really awesome. I I, I feel like a professor, man. I even use uh, <laughs> Google Classroom uh, to to talk with all the students Sick. and uh, we're able to go back and forth and have dialogue and uh yeah <laughs> it's been so fun man at least Dude, with the first that's so group dope. Of students that that i've had i don't even say students man i call them speakers um uh, because you know we're finding things within ourselves mm -hmm. so uh, and i don't like saying that i'm a teacher in this i really like saying i'm a guide um but that's just because I also get insecure and also, uh, like, I don't know, weird about uh, calling myself a teacher in this, you know? <laughs> mm. I, I really just feel like I'm helping navigate. Yeah. I feel like a navigator. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I think this is cool, man. I think knowing you and, and if you were to develop a program, it would be like nothing else that's out there. This is not a, uh, here's how to improve your, you know, your dance skills per se. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. sure there's dance and movement that's all intertwined within, but it's more of 
um, an understanding of oneself and finding it for yourself and what movement, um, you know, what movement comes out of you because of what's in you, right? Versus like mimicking something that is like taught so for you to like yeah. regurgitate. And so I think that's, I mean, that, that some of that is in there, you know, uh, I play around with uh, a little bit of that, but you know, uh, I said this in a video I recently posted was I don't want people to build my house. I want people to build their own house. Sure. And I want to provide people with their, own tools mm -hmm. you know uh not for now or for four weeks but for a lifetime mm -hmm. and um you know yeah that that that's really it you know and and just using every bit of information that i have over my over our life of a span of dancing that i moved to la and moved with with you we're roommates right yeah, and then yeah. from that point on you know being in community and industry throughout throughout you know my time here thus far i mean i've been dancing prior to moving to la but i use all of that experience from dancing uh even as a kid you know um at like 10 years old and all those things that sort of come came into play uh, up until uh now that um yeah kind of been able to experience a wide array of different things within dance yeah dude that's dope super dope thanks, i'm stoked man. for it man I'm stoked for it and thanks for sharing it here i mean uh yeah i'm excited for people to get the background you, and heard, then it in. you heard it here first <laughs> on the kinja's podcast breakfast club okay not the breakfast club we're the, we're the, lunch, <laughs> the lunch club um <laughs> uh yo man um it's i have the I have, klub Aha, the lunch club with the K. <laughs> Change the name of the podcast to that, maybe. Right, <laughs> um, dude. I have so many more questions, but um, I, without taking up too much of your time, something that I wanted to um, get into, or before we get into a fun little lightning round, but um, you know, I think this is obviously a hard time. I think that's like if you were to think twenty twenty pandemic is, oh yeah, it's been a tough time. Like okay, duh. Um, but, and I, I think, you know, I, I can ask you this and I think you, you have thoughts on it. Um, how is this time an awesome time though? How is this time a time that you love and, and like, what is amazing about this time for you? What is amazing about this time for me? Uh, so, uh, I like to say this, uh, and this is one of the things that I express inside of the program, but um, I learned this from a friend of mine. Uh, her name is Emily Katz. She is a macrame artist. And as I, as I was taking her class doing macrame, um, she said that the space is just as important as the work. And, um, you know, in, in our line of industry or work, uh, we, that's what we do. We put in the time. So I was making a lot of knots, but I wasn't providing as much space. Mm. And, you know, if you have a lot of knots inside of a macrame piece, it's just going to look like this. Right. But, you know, if you space out that, then you have this beautiful design that mm. sort of happens. And in any design format, you know, you look at uh, graphic design, the space is just as important as the work. Mm -hmm. In choreography, dance, and freestyle, like the space, this is important. Mm. The work, man. 
And so I've been able to use this space that we have by giving myself space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like allowing. Yeah. It's like, hey, Sean, okay, I know you want to do something right now. Maybe what you can do is to allow yourself the space and time that you need. Cool. Hmm. So, um, yeah, that's like one of the big takeaways. I think a lot of people have felt that too. But now, for example, my week goes Monday, Wednesday, Friday, my two days. That's uh, working out in the morning and then dancing in the evening. Um, my Tuesday, Thursday is the times that I do the other work. So I work on the program. Um, um, I also work on reading information and figuring out what places I can uh, join with or help be impactful to the world. Um, yeah, I kind of keep the work in different spots. So I am working constantly, mm-hmm. but I am working in a more um, balanced format now. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, I changed my workspaces. So um, I've been working a lot at the park. So, um, yeah, I want to be close to nature at times. uh, And so I dedicate it at least once or twice in a week. And then I use the weekends to dedicate for our family. So, um, yeah, and my cutoff time is like 8 o'clock, you know. So if I'm working on something, you know, like, nah, dude, you got to go eat. You got to be with your family. You got to watch anything. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I leave the work time um, outside of those, uh, you know, in the the work time blocks. Yeah. So it feels regimented and it is. Yeah. But there is a lot of free flow and ability to work inside of that structure. It's, again, I think similar to how I choreograph. It's like, uh, still leaving uh, 80% for life and then curating, you know, like, uh, sorry, it's like curating 80% and then leaving the rest up to, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good, man. Good words. Good words. Um, we like to uh, end our episodes with a uh, lightning round. So, if I can have some fun with you, I'm going to throw some uh, lightning questions at you. And I, I uh, feel like you need sound effects, man. This we this, do. So in do? in this, when I say lightning round, my audio guy Jeremy goes. And there's yeah. So it's, yeah. it's going to be in there. <laughs> it's going to even be Thank funnier you. because we talked about it, so it's going to be even funnier. All right. Lightning round. Yeah. Hit him again, Jeremy. There it is. One more time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Have fun with this one, Jeremy. All right, here we go. Lightning. Here we go. Three, two, one. What's your favorite quarantine snack? Favorite quarantine snack. Uh, okay. Uh, I will choose between. Um, sorry, I, I have to. This is supposed to be a lightning round. Damn it. Okay, I'll say I'll, Trader I'll, Joe's. Um, uh, they have these chips that are just tortilla chips, but they, uh, yeah. Trader Joe's <laughs> I don't tortilla know why. chips. Hey, dude, that's your snack. Can't question it. 
What's the last thing that you binged? Binged? Uh, I, I would say um, Money Heist. Not Money Heist. Is it called Money Heist? On Netflix, it's On like, Netflix. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like that um, Casa de la Papel. <laughs> Did I say that right? I'm, I'm sorry. I've seen, I've seen the thumbnail. I haven't watched it, yeah. though, but I know Money Heist is on Netflix. Okay. Anyway, it's hella fun. And, okay. Uh, that might be I, my next watch then. It was just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just one of those things where you just click and you're like, yeah. ah, screw it. Let's go. In. Yeah. That's what, that's what binging does, man. You just get sucked in. <laughs> Um, what is your quarantine guilty pleasure? Um, guilty pleasure? I don't know, man. Uh, give me an example. Like playing video games or freaking... Uh, for me, my guilty pleasure is playing Clash Royale, which is a game on my phone. Uh, that's like my in-between time. I'm just opening up my phone and going Clash Royale. Uh, maybe eating those chips and chips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> While watching Money Heist. <laughs> all right. Just put them yeah. all together. Put them all together. All right. Um, well, this, I, you might have answered this question, but this might be different. What would be a content recommendation for this time? Something that you've either read watched listen to money heist <laughs> apparently guys this is a really good show i'm gonna have to get on this now all right money heist is the one um, <laughs> i'm so failing this nah dude you're killing it you might be killing it the hardest right now what has been the highlight of quarantine for you Trader Joe's <laughs> <laughs> Money Heist. <laughs> no, um, what has been the highlight? Of, yeah, what has been the highlight for quarantine time for you? Mm, um, basic things. All the small, big things. All the small big things. If you guys missed it, go back in the episode because we talked about those things. Mm -hmm. um, what is a simple pleasure that you give yourself just to keep things flowing? One simple pleasure. Um, well, uh, I think my, my exercise and, well, and my, my session, so my two days have just been for me, you know, and, you know, it's a lightning round. I'm just going to throw it in there. But I've been cooking breakfast for my family in the morning. That's um, good. And I do it at least three or four times of the week. So um, I'll do my 6 a.m. workout, and then I'll start cooking breakfast around 8.30. Um, yeah, and that's been amazing because it's not something I did when I was young. Yeah. And it gives me happiness to make food that i'm able to have food and make it for my family mm. um, yeah and i'm not the best cook so it's just one of those things where hey I, I don't make great things but i can make a bit of a breakfast for everybody something to get their day going and That's dope, of course man. if we can help my family be a little bit um healthier because i kind of cook more on the healthier side um 
boom, I'm with it. Win, 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 dude. Love that. Super dope. Um, if there is one, do you have a song currently that is kind of like your song right now? Something that's been on your playlist, something that you'd like to listen to that kind of gets you in the right place. Song of the moment, if you will. Damn. Uh, let me check my laptop real quick. I feel like... Or an artist. Uh, I've been so all over the place. I think I am just with music in general. Mm. Nope. <laughs> no? Uh, okay. Uh, I think uh, I just really love Little Dragon and her... Uh, or their their new album has been really awesome. Little Dragon. All right. Just such a wave of a ride. Sick. Um, if you could have a superpower, any superpower, what would it be? The one I have now? And then my next question is, what is your superpower? <laughs> um, well, my mantra is vulnerability is power. Mm. And um, I think I use my ability uh, through my dance and through how I am in the world. And yeah, I think that, yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's dope. Solid. What is your biggest fear? Hmm. My biggest fear. There's so many. <laughs> With like like little I mean it could be like what's happening right now is so scary, you know? And the uncertainty of things can come crashing down. Uh it's already I I feel like nothing in this in my lifetime has ever happened like this, you know, and all coupled together. So um, I don't know if I can say what my biggest fear is, but there's a part of me that is sometimes fearful now mm -hmm. just for the things that are currently happening. But if I let it consume me, uh, I think it'll, it can eat me alive. So I just, focus on letting it sit with me and know that it's there, but I keep on moving forward. Mm. Good. It's also powerful. It's like learning how to uh, dance with fear versus um, run away from it or try to right. fight against it. Right. So when you're going to come session then, I mean, we do distance. Hey. You know, so yeah, we, I, I can't, I can't today, but uh, Monday, he said Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? Two yep. days. Yeah, I'm I'll there. You. I'll hold there. you to it. All right. I'm there. Um, we already got your golden rule from the first time that we, we talked to you. So, What um, was it? Um, I think you said movement <laughs> is life. Say? You didn't say vulnerability is part, but you said movement is life. I think something yeah, yeah, yeah. To, that, to that degree, yeah. which makes a ton of sense. Um, <laughs> but uh, I wanted to ask you something a little bit, um, maybe in, in light of what you just said with like, you know, being afraid of what's going on. Um, we live in some kind of, yeah, scary times. Um, if you could prescribe something to the world that everyone has to take a daily dose of, what would that be? 
Mm, I think I might have said this in the last podcast, but I'll repeat it in a shorter form. The one is the whole. You did say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you can live your life with that in mind, then maybe you would, I don't know, move differently. Because every thing that you do affects the things around you. So, um, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> mm. maybe that could create some change, positive change in the world. I'm not sure, but it's how I like to approach things. And if move is all, if move is life, right. Mm -hmm. And one is the whole, right. <laughs> then, uh, if you step forward with those things in mind, um, then maybe I will move differently. Mm. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if that was all there, man. But no, I, I think there's, there's a lot to that. I mean, even the way that you described it in the last pod, um, you know, to, to know that you are a part of something each of us are a part of we all live in this one world right and we all are a part of uh, the human race and it wouldn't be what it is without each of us being there and I, even the way that you describe ml you know it's it's bigger than um you know an organization is bigger than a studio. It's bigger than something that Sean Evaristo created. It's bigger than um, just, you know, just even dance because it's been touched by so many lives and so many people have um, contributed to the identity of something like that. And so like, you know, everybody moving towards one thing creates it to what it, the, the wholeness of it, the oneness of it is, is a sum of all of its parts. Right. And I think even the way that, um, you know, you are even talking about your self-explore program, um, you know, as you say, like, find, find whatever it is for you so that, like, it's, it's almost like you're trying to encourage people to find your version. You know, you said find your home, right? Create your home, build your home. And I think that can only happen when you can... Um, play, explore, feel, um, allow things to kind of fall into place, go try to, uh, you know, get things and see where everything kind of falls, you know? And I think, yeah. um, the way that you live your life, the way that you're approaching this time of pandemic, um, allowing yourself to ebb and flow. It's, it's really this like way to explore in a way that's honest, um, and allowing yourself to receive and then also, going to get and, and reaching for, you know, and I think, um, all of that kind of like sums up to build your, build your home, build your whole. So that's kind of how I interpreted what you just said, no, man. you I'm know, just listening and absorbing what you're saying. It's feels like you're feeding it back to me for me to digest on mm -hmm. like what I'm putting out into the world. And yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, man, hit it right on the button, man. And, uh, I mean, you know, 
really in this this thing uh this pandemic i'm really just truly understanding how also important my friendships are too mm -hmm. and you know like getting to see friends even on facetime because we've been away for so long or, you know like this or uh you know just starting to meet with people outside um you know from a distance obviously sure. but just seeing them yeah uh, lights lights my day up you know yeah and I, don't, I might be going to the grocery store or something i'm bumping into somebody but from a distance you're just like mm -hmm. oh i missed you, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah or as you know at people at ml i'm seeing some of the um all our folks i'm just like oh <laughs> yeah and, and you just remember how special that is because yeah. you haven't had it for months you know Remember when we all ran into each other at the Black Lives Matter protest in downtown? It was like a gang yeah. of us that got to go, yo, man, this is the first time we've all even physically seen each other through this whole pandemic, and it takes a protest to bring us all together. But it was also kind of like, maybe this is kind of the best way to get together <laughs> is to like unite right. for a cause. So, yeah. I, I, I also remember somewhere. handshakes were like, <laughs> Just, <laughs> uh, okay. The awkward okay. elbow bump to like, yeah. Oh, what do we do? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's just chest bump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty greetings are all awkward now, dude. So funny. right. Yeah. Or maybe that's just the the new way to to do it. You know. Remember that's Demolition Man? Was it Demolition Man? Is that like the <laughs> <laughs> something like that? <laughs> yeah <laughs> demolition man greeting all right now we're just getting off track we're just having fun now <laughs> but yo sean dude thank you so much for um coming in here bro like i said as i was even thinking back to was like damn when was the last time sean was on here which was when we first started which was now two years ago so um yeah to even think back that like the podcast has been going strong for two years is is pretty crazy um and yeah, um, but you know like you already know, man, you're, you're a very special brother and friend to me and, um, you know, friend to the Kinja is a huge inspiration to the community, the global dance community at large, um, what you're doing with your program to the way that you continually put your, your workout, whether it's, um, you know, you in your training mode, you know, freestyling to obviously when you put, you know, you package some beautiful choreography together, like all that work that we can all follow um it's really cool it's really cool to experience i don't want to even just say to watch because i almost feel like the way that you the way that you create and the way that you live invites um experiential like there's an invitation to experience versus just like oh look at my cool video and like and not to say that there's anything wrong with putting out just dope yeah. dancing because dope dancing oh is dope God. you know that that's yeah, amazing in that right now there's so many good so, so much. much good stuff out yeah. there like yeah. right now, even in the pandemic, I'm just seeing like, yo, yeah. that's dope, you know? Yeah. And it's just, I think the new gen has just been really inspiring. Uh, actually, I wanted to add that in there is I've just been really inspired by uh, like all my peers, you guys, um, to the new gen, just really like not wanting to move at all. And then just like seeing all like my peers and the next gen just making it happen and yeah you know that's just been uh, also a motivation to say you can do this you know and like yeah if, if 
you know, seeing you guys all, it just sort of just says, Hey, like you continue to put out work, continue to do the thing you love most. Um, there's a whole, uh, new gen and a whole, your, all of your friends are continuing to push. Let's just continue to push this energy together, you know? Yeah. And you, you never know, um, whose day it might light up. Um, you, you also don't know what kind of light you might, you know, put within yourself. And so that motivation just pushed me back to just say, Hey, let's, let's keep going, keep fighting, keep fighting really. You know, Mm -hmm. I think I feel like my dance now just sort of, um, it feels like a part of my fight Mm. to live, you know, to, 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 to move, to, operate you know Mm -hmm. i i so thankful to have dance that i'm using it as my way to to um help me in it yeah yeah you know yeah it's it's all circular i think as you've been saying too you know like to not feel it and then you you know flip open the instagram and you see your homies going for it you see the new gen going for it you're like yo man all right, that that's kind of giving me a little bit more um, more fuel to like get up and you know, and, and I think that's what inspiration is for. It's to it's to constantly recycle. You know, it's to like you have it and then you pass it to someone else. They get yeah. it and then they pass it back. You know, it's this constant right. circular recycling of inspiration that's so dope. And you know, um, I mean, thanks to you guys, man. Like, really, you know, uh, Kinjas is always. Uh, I mean, just always been my homies. So first of all, but then outside of that, like, you know, just being able to share space always, whether it's at an event or on this podcast or um, being on stage with you guys to rock, rock a show or yeah, you guys always give me a platform to share energy. And for that, I'm always grateful, man. You know, you guys aren't just uh um yeah just a, a another crew for me you know yeah dude 100 percent, yeah. man you already know sean that's uh feelings mutual back and forth all day man yeah. thank you yeah. man yeah. thank you to ben in the afternoon and the, the lunch club lunch club with the k lunch club with the k the math will like marinate on that one <laughs> Uh, but cool it's a work man in progress it's a work in, all we're always a work in progress uh, we'll yeah. definitely we'll definitely plug um self-explore all that stuff uh in the notes man and uh yeah dude again appreciate you um get in with a, a session with you on monday you know and yeah. um just just keep going man you're killing it you're killing it and you're inspiring you're inspiring us all bro i'm just trying man you know i'm just trying to do my thing on a regular and I think just trying to, yeah, keep going. That's it. Keep going. That's what it is. And we're going to keep going. Um, thank you guys so much for listening uh, to the pod. And uh, as you just heard, we just realized we are now two years old. So thank you so much for you, for you guys listening and supporting lightning. for this long. Lightning. Hit us with another lightning, Jeremy. Lightning. More lightning. <laughs> Over and under lightning. Yeah, I don't even know what that sounds like. It's just this lightning storm right now. (laughs) 
Um, and uh, yeah, if you guys are digging it, hop on to uh, Apple, g- leave us a five-star rating, leave us a, a review, let us know what we're doing good, who you want to hear on the show, all that good stuff. Share it, take a screenshot of your phone and uh, tag us, can just podcast cast with a K. We're on IG, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. And um, thank you guys for listening. We'll keep bringing this to you every week as much as we can. Stay healthy, stay positive, all the lightning. Sean, thank you again for hopping in, giving us so much lightning in this episode. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Catch your